listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I, I, I'm kind of pleased with how, how it's all going to work out this year. It gives us a chance to get spring ball done in one swing rather than having spring break in the middle of it. I think a May 1st spring game with our fingers crossed that fans can be there gives us a better chance of, of having a great day for that. And we try not to push the kids, so we go three practices a week and, and having five straight weeks of that, I think, uh, sets up well for us to make the improvements we need. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Final segment of this post-February signing day show is Huskers are in the midst of winter conditioning. They'll go into spring ball late March, the final week of March for five weeks before a May 1 red-white spring game. And Nate Klaus, as we talk some recruiting, we kind of got a clue last week that possibly the NCAA could go into a quiet period on April 16th. Um, you know, and Frost even mentioned maybe April 1st. Like nobody really knows um, if coaches are going to go on the road. Um, but I do feel pretty good about the chances of a quiet period and it could really benefit nebraska um if they could have visitors on campus for three saturdays of spring practice yeah that that could potentially be a very very big deal especially when you consider that nebraska hasn't had any recruit on campus since um march yeah or that first i think it's that first weekend of march uh, when you had you had a handful of guys come in for that very first practice uh, of the spring, and so uh, it's been a long time. And if they could somehow, you know, maximize the, you know at least three weekends of of spring football, that would be a big deal. But um, you know, and for you know for people wondering exactly what a quiet period is, it basically means that a prospect can visit campus, um, you know, and and uh, not an official visit necessarily, but a prospect can be on campus and, and uh, you know, take part in an unofficial visit. So uh, that would, I mean, I think everyone's keeping their fingers crossed that, that, you know, that's able to happen, whether it be on April 1st or, you know, April 15th, once, uh, you know, once the, the typical spring evaluation period starts or, or whatever the case. But, um, you know, hopefully we get back to normal and, and this is somewhat of a, of a normal recruiting cycle, unlike uh, the 2021 class. Yeah, and you have kids that want to go places. They can't go anywhere, and we kind of benefited off that at Husker Online this past weekend, and we're going to do it again on Sunday. We held uh, our in-state tour event. I, I compare it, Nate, to almost like a junior day, mm-hmm. um, old old school. Um, like Edgy Tim joked to me on the on the text this week, he goes, junior days are, are coming in back in style like old suits again. I mean, there's – you know, kids want to go places and, and have people write about them and talk about them in the recruiting process. Um, and, and this is, you know, we, we hosted an event in Lincoln at First Pick, and we've got one at Warren Academy this week. We're 29 different teams in Nebraska and their top prospects. Uh, we identified programs that we knew had Division One level kids and invited them to come uh, to these events. Um, and I'll tell you what, Nate, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was nervous putting all this together with a number of teams coming in and out. Uh, but I was very impressed um, with just some of the new names that we uncovered in the state of Nebraska that we did not know about before Sunday. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm, I'm not surprised by the turnout. I think everybody's hungry to be able to do something and, and to hopefully try and kickstart their recruitment because the, the recruiting cycle is, you know, 
slower. It's starting slower this year than than normal, uh, and mostly because coaches haven't been able to get out on the road, whether it be during the season, um, and, and certainly during the month of January, when when you typically would have at least three weekends or, or three weeks where coaches would be out on the road and and you know in and out of high schools and and kind of taking a look at that next cycle or two of recruits coming up. And well, that has not happened. So um, you know, I was I was uh, happy to see all the guys and and that were coming out to to the event that we put on in Lincoln and and uh, like you said it was really impressed with some of the guys that we were able to to uncover or, or at least find a little out a little bit more about um, you know I think that uh, um, you know some of them we knew a little bit about like Ben Bramer uh, the the 2023 tight end out of Pierce um, you know I'd been able to see him at the the Warren Academy showcase over the summer where he really impressed uh, but we were able to get you know um, get to know him a little bit better and, and get an official height and weight and everything on him and, and he's gotten even bigger. Uh, but you know to to find out about guys like Victor Easley, um, you know at, at uh, Grand Island Northwest where he was been on nobody's radar. Twenty three, yeah, twenty twenty three. Uh, played defensive end for Grand Island Northwest last year, but is more than likely a you know a linebacker, uh, maybe inside or outside. But you know he's six three, two hundred pounds and. And uh, just put up incredible numbers as a sophomore and, and literally, uh, you know, not on the radar whatsoever. And so, I mean, he's he's somebody who's extremely intriguing, um, you know, one of one of many that we were able to talk to. You know, Nate, um, one guy that wasn't able to make it because he had a conflict was Ernest Hausman from Columbus. And man, talk about a week. It's been a while, Nate, since a non-Omaha area, Lincoln area kid has gotten the kind of attention Ernest Hausman just picked up an Iowa offer on Thursday Michigan offered him he got three power five offers this week on Wednesday now Nebraska was his first offer Um, so they were on him right away but Arizona State Boston College Kansas State Michigan Minnesota Iowa Virginia uh, I do think Northwestern is very close to offering him as well Um, but he's sitting now with 10 power five offers as a guy that very few people knew about in the state of Nebraska until later in the year. Yeah, I mean, really, a lot of people didn't. I mean, he wasn't really even on the radar uh, for most until Nebraska offered him. I remember, I remember the night that that he got that Nebraska offer, and, and most of the people on Husker Online were like, "Who? who? Yeah, like who? Who's this guy?" And and um, you know, and and I'm really, really eager to to be able to see him in person. Um, you know, hopefully sooner than later. Um, you know. And for sure, be able to watch him play. But um, you know, you talk about you talk about a kid who has just seen things blow up, and and that's that's what happens. I mean, sometimes it takes a long time to get that first offer, but once it comes, um, you know that that snowball, everything else snowballs from there. And so, um, you know, and, and that's one of the more intriguing things I think about the the where the in-state talent is right now. It seems like each year here over the last two or three years, kind of gets taken up a notch, and and um, you know, I think that's a good problem for the coaching staff to have but it's also um, creates a lot more competition in and so I mean it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to keep those guys uh, in state and probably I would say that Scott Frost and his coaching staff probably have you know their work cut out for them more so than any coaching staff in recent history at, at Nebraska well some of these other power fives in the region see blood in the water yeah and and they're striking I mean the four, I call them the big four out of Omaha. It's going to be tough to get any of those guys. I mean, Deshaun Woods, Devin Jackson, Caden Helms, and Mike O'Reilly. That, that's the big four. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jake Applegate in um, 
Lincoln. He hasn't gotten a Nebraska offer yet, but I think he's close. Ernest Hausman in Columbus. And, and there's going to be a few more names that emerge in 2022 um, that, that get more offers. So they do have their work cut out for him because right now of the top six, you know, if they get three of the six, that would be probably considered a victory. And, and I think most of us realistically know they're not going to get those all those Omaha guys, if any of them right now. Yeah, I mean, I would be very, very surprised if they got all those guys. Um, I think one would be a win today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, actually, based on what we know today, yeah. if they got one of the four, that's probably a win. Yeah, that yeah, that would definitely be a win. And, uh, you know, and out of those four, I would say they're probably sitting the best with Caden Helms. Um, or Deshaun Woods, probably probably a toss up between one of those two. But you know, when you've got Miami coming in and offering Devon Jackson out of Omaha Burke, I mean, that just doesn't happen very often. You know, my, Miami can throw a rock uh, from from their campus and and uh, you know and, and hit hit a school that's got you know, 10, 10 D one guys. Um, you know, so for them to need to leave South Florida and come to Omaha. Um, you know, tells you that they feel a they there's some talent here, and b they feel confident that hey, we're not going to waste our time. We've got a we feel like we got a good shot at possibly getting this kid to uh, to leave the state of Nebraska and go to Miami. Well, and a lot of that too, Nate. Do you think it's they? All right, we'll put a line in the water, and if he comes down and visits, and we like him in person, then we'll push for a commit. I mean, is it a way to get some of these kids to visit these places too? Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's. You know, and that's where recruiting is at. That's kind of how it has evolved um, here over the last probably five years or or maybe even closer to 10 years now is, you know, teams are going to throw it. You almost have to throw that offer out there um, to show that you're serious before you can even really start to get to know a player. Um, You know, a lot of times, you know, it it depends on the player. But for a guy like Devon Jackson, who has double digit power five offers now, well, you know, what is going to get his attention? Well, to, to kind of start that relationship building process, well, more than likely it's going to have to be an offer. And, uh, you know, and then you go from there and try and get him on campus. And, and uh, you know, if you like you know, if you like where things are going and, and you, you like what, what he's all about, then you start pushing harder for a commitment. But that's just kind of the way that recruiting has, has been trending here lately. We'll have more coverage of local talent as our second in-state tour event is on Sunday in Omaha. We have 15 teams coming through uh, with the top prospects. So uh, make sure you're logged on to Husker Online as well. Plenty of content over Sunday and Monday uh, from that event. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.